0: future we're talking real money
1: money is the fuel it's the stuff that keeps life moving it uh, it pays the bills it provides for and security it uh gives you the stuff you need to live you can't get by without it we're not an agrarian society anymore or a hunter-gatherer society out you know killing what we eat we have to take care of it with money and that's why
2: we're here. Money also, money yeah. also allows people to to show how others uh, how rich they are, how much money they have. Sure. How?
1: Yes, it does. Just ask it Jeff does. Bezos.
2: Yeah, well, is he extravagant?
1: No, but he has a lot of money.
2: He does. He has a lot of. He has he like 100, a hundred. of money. Well, how many people? How many people get richer after a divorce where they gave away like fifty billion? But. Anyway, we'll talk more about the meaning of money. It's a complicated topic, always a complicated yeah,
1: topic. Yeah, it is. It's it's fascinating, and it's fascinating the way we react to it. 855-935-TALK is our number, and that's why we're here, to help you react to it better and to deal with it better and to invest it properly and build the wealth you need to enjoy a lovely long-term future 855-935 talk that is our phone number and uh we just have a ton of people on the line dying to make tom feel better so we're just going to go to calls right now because we've been waiting around david you're up welcome to talking real money
2: hi david
3: hey can you hear me yep we sure yes. can thank you <laughs> so uh my grandfather my mom's dad had some great advice he said to diversify and um because my dad had been investing his money in the bank that he worked at so here's here's kind of a lark i don't know if you're uh aware of uh gilder what's his first name anyway he's big on cryptocurrency so um and i've heard do not make it an investment but it would be in a savings plan because his thing is identity theft he just thinks identity theft's gone crazy so the blockchain thing is a thing, so I didn't know if you guys have just a you know blanket answer for that, or if you'd give me any oh, tips. My son yeah. about <laughs> <and laughs> you You're talking about George me, Gilder, right? Like, yeah. Yes, exactly. The the profit that you know predicted yeah, smartphones
0: no.
2: and NPD. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna let I'm um, let Don spend ahead. more time on this, but I wouldn't put one. Th- I wouldn't put one thin gilder into that strategy. Oh, Sorry. I knew a bad
1: pun was that coming. Was, too easy oh my goodness gracious sakes alive yes i know george gilder is a is a futurist uh, and an investor but i see no reason none whatsoever for any type of cryptocurrency to be a cryptocurrency and have any potential to make you money you see this is the problem Correct. what is the dollar in your wallet what's the one thing you can say about the dollar in your wallet from day to day
3: it's worth it's a stable. dollar it's,
1: it's worth a dollar. You, yeah. Can, yeah. you can go buy a dollar's worth of stuff that you could have bought yesterday <laughs> today now a oh. year from now it may be it, a dollar and 10 cents it takes to buy the same thing if we have huge inflation but but mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies don't work that way right now which means they'll never work as a currency because you don't want to know. I mean, you do want to know from one day to the next what your currency is worth. Do you know that with Bitcoin? No, I don't think it's not. It's not going to be a currency right now. The currency, the currency of the United
2: States, the currency of the United States is backed by that rather large institution called the United States. Cryptocurrency right. is a—it's air, it's a speculation, it's a, its whatever the mm-hmm. next guy thinks it's worth. That it—that doesn't make me comfortable. I'll put it that way. It's a solution without a problem.
1: <laughs> okay. All I right. mean, really think about it. What good is what good is what is Bitcoin used for other than speculation today? What is the number one use of cryptocurrencies in the world today? Mm, I don't know. Crime. No, crime yeah you do yeah crime mm-hmm. yep yeah yeah okay. People don't want to be on the radar of governments of it's course. untraceable so it's used yeah. for crime
2: okay it's not a something terrible want to invest investment in. you see it you yeah no <laughs> no we, we would we <laughs> Simply, would not no. do that no no
3: all right perfect yeah you did have a right. blanket response I, I assumed you would so great yeah. thank you for we're, your time we're just I full would, of uh,
2: we're just full of blankets I would take a flyer on Kodak before I put a dime in the, exactly, in the, in the, the cryptocurrency, I, I, or pardon me, before I put a gilder into cryptocurrency. Uh, Sorry.
1: We're accused of being old and stodgy, but I got to tell you, this is a pants a, a passing fancy. This is a trend. We are. We're from I, the old school I, I, I they, am, they
2: built before building. I do
1: believe stuff. that the blockchain has value as a way to account for things, but the currencies right now, it's just the wild west.
0: Don and Don
1: are talking real money. You've heard that about 99% of all financial advisors are not always required to act in your best interest. You've probably been pitched financial products by all manner of friends and relatives. And the investing you have done? Is probably a hodgepodge of ill fitting pieces that are doing little to provide the financial security you need. If you're looking for a 100% pure fiduciary, and we'll put that in writing, low cost, fee only advisor who always puts you first, give Vestory a call at 800 386 3004. That's 800 386 3004. Or visit us online at Vestory, V E S T O R (coughs) Y.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: 855935 Talk. That is our phone number. 855 935 8255 Another thing with uh, with cryptocurrencies, uh, if you wanted to steal five million dollars, how you it would be very difficult for you to steal that much money in one fell swoop. Really hard. I mean, there's not even mm-hmm. a bank anywhere that has five million sitting in the vault. It's hard to steal five million dollars, and yet three days ago, five million dollars worth of Ethereum was stolen in one hack like that.
2: It seems like, seems like that you hear about that quite a bit. Oh, there was another. Well, there there was
1: one on on August first. Another one on August fifth. You know, th- this is this is the craziest stuff. And you see those pictures of bitcoins and things. a little, There's no such thing. Those are made up pictures. No coin. There is no thing you hold in your hands. Give us a call. 855-935-TALK. I'm Don McDonald. That's Tom Cock And Pat is on the line. Hi, Pat. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi. How are you today? Doing well. Good. Thank you. Good. Um, My question is along the lines of listening to you guys for a while. And uh, I really appreciate your show. My question is along the lines, and I hear you guys talk often about investing in index funds, and yeah. I've done most hear of my investing hear in index funds. The <laughs> I question hear a I but. have, the question I have, is in regard to why do we want to weigh our portfolio so heavy with stocks when I watch these index funds recover from a lot of major catastrophes? much quicker than they ever have, let's say, back in the 70s, 80s, and even the 90s. I'm so, trying to make sure I'm understanding I'm not understanding correctly. the question. That would be a reason for overweighting stocks. The question is, why would I weigh my portfolio so heavy with bonds? Oh, bonds! So the index funds recover so quick. It's the bond conversation. You've had this before, yeah, Tom.
2: Yeah. So let me just go ahead and tell you right now. I'll I'll put it out there. If you have it all in stocks, you're going to make more money over yep. time. No question. There's yep. no. The only reason to own bonds is for stability of the portfolio. If you say I don't care if if I wake up one day and my million dollar portfolio is worth five hundred thousand because I know it's always gone back up, then put it all in stocks.
1: There you go. Okay, the only you reason. You answered my question. The only reason we suggest people have bonds is to compensate for the fear factor to 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 keep people invested, because if you have we we used to teach all kinds of live classes and at every class we would ask the question, how many of you are comfortable with a million? I have a million sitting in front of me. You have a million sitting in front of you. How many of you are comfortable if I walk away with a half a million and I don't know when I'm going to return it? And you know, one hand at most out
2: of a group of a hundred would go up. I'm going to I'm going to say that almost none. I think out of the fifteen hundred client households we have, I think there's two that are all stock because they can't take the they cannot take the volatility. So it's period. psychological, really, more than financial. Yeah. You're right. You'd make more money just being all. In st- I mean, there's famous money managers who have it all in stocks yep
1: okay helpful all right i think that's helpful. i think it's like you guys said it's more what your risk factor is yep as a matter of fact as a matter of fact if you really i mean if 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 you want to look back at history go back over the past 100 years and look at the asset class that would have made you the most money over that 100 years it's small cap value stocks They made ten times what the what the blue chip stocks made, but they also had periods where your million would have dropped to two hundred thousand.
2: Yeah, very very dramatically. By the way, um, speaking of bonds, this year, and thank you for your call, Pat. Bonds, the bond fund that it makes up, I think half of the bond fund money that we Mm manage on the uh, on the retirement asset side, uh, retirement account side. It's up over 10%. So there are times when bonds, and for the life of me, you go ahead and tell me why. I would love DFIGX. You can look it up yourself. And uh, interest rates are what? I mean, it's, so it's... Well, now, anyway. wait. Part of the re- A big
1: part of the reason is that interest rates have done exactly the opposite of what every pundit has yep. been saying for the past decade. Yep. For the past 10 years, everybody... All the experts have been saying interest rates must go up. Well, they Mm. will be right someday. They will go up someday. It wasn't this year. They've been going down. I just I'm feeling bad. I just refinanced a a mortgage at two and three quarter percent. (laughs) I thought I can't do any better than that. And then I hear this morning Then I hear this morning. Two
2: point four is the new rate on a 15. The average now is two point four four oh, and on a 32.8 so you're you're still got pretty cheap money there so the point and by the way it's one out of four years the market goes down and bonds will make you more money that's what it traditionally it's been if you get all in stocks today and then the market retreats 30 40 50 percent are you going to be okay
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: not most. a lot of people say that not, yeah. eh, not a problem it, it was funny and just another
1: aside we found that during the during march when the market was falling that risk quiz scores. I went back and looked at them; that they were across the board lower than they had been for the previous year. Because yeah. see how suddenly, you felt, in yeah, it, when it was down in March, you didn't feel like taking much risk.
2: See how you take the quiz in 2007, or take the quiz in hmm. 2000 before some pretty big market declines, and then take it during the decline. I'm just looking at that again. Where's your where's your time machine? Exactly. <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> Hook it up.
1: 855-935-TALK. That's our number. Brad, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
3: Well, I think you kind hey, of Brad. answered one of my... Hi. Uh, good afternoon. Um, hey. I had a question about uh, refinancing a,
1: a mortgage. I have a, a 30-year mortgage. It's about 28 years right now, so I refinanced it a couple of years ago, and it's at 3.5. So it sounds to me like, from what you were saying, it. It might be a good idea for me to refinance. Maybe, maybe this is we're in that yeah. we're in that we're in that middle ground where closing costs. You've got to be very very careful with closing costs with all the fees associated with refinancing because uh, uh-huh. if you went to a fifteen, if you went to a fifteen, that one point one percent difference is probably enough to make a difference. But your payment is going to rise because you're dealing with a shorter mortgage. But uh, if you could shop around and I got to tell you, this is not a plug for Costco, but I oh. went through I went through Costco's mortgage service and I got a deal where the closing costs were so absolutely incredibly low. It was amazing.
2: You just go to if you're a member, you just go to Costco and you on their Web page mm-hmm. and you apply and they've got the people they work with. Um, so, though, no, I the, my rule of thumb generally is a one percent reduction. do what right. Don just said because of the costs involved. And number 2, okay. Brad, the other thing for you to consider is how long you're going to stay in the home that you're in.
1: Right. Yeah, you do have well, to stay long enough for it to be worthwhile.
3: I don't think I'm going to go anywhere any anytime real soon. Um, and I've got I've got more than 50% equity in my house.
1: Oh, you won't have a problem getting a note. Shop around. See what the rates look like. Yeah. Do the payments. Factor in the how long it takes you to pay back those closing costs. See if it works for you. Thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK is our number.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at
0: vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Howdy, howdy, hi there. I'm Don, that's Tom. This is Talking Real Money. And you have a standing or sitting invitation to give us a call anytime at 855-935-8255, which just happens to spell talk, T-A-L-K, or talk, T-A-W-K. No, it doesn't spell
2: T-A-W-K. I know what's going to really excite you if you haven't finished your summer reading list yet. I'm being facetious here. I have a lot of stuff on my reading list. I am not a fan of the psychology of money. Now, I'll tell you what, there's a new book out. I like Zweig's book. Yeah. I, oh, I love Your Money and Your Brain. Great book. First of all, I read a lot of these when I had the television show because we had a lot of authors on, so I had to read a lot of these books. Yeah. Number two, I find it almost impossible, almost impossible to change you, the listener, the client, attitude about money. It's I mean, Literally, I can sit there and say, here's what we're trying to do and here's why, and people go, yeah, that makes sense. Until the market does something, until something comes along in your Mm -hmm. life, like remember when I told you all that? Yeah, but that doesn't matter today. It's really hard to change people's attitudes about money. They are so built in from whatever. Well, yeah, it's like the folks, the
1: folks who uh, who call and go, "Hey, Don, Tom, been listening to you for a decade, and we follow all your advice. We've got three different
2: stocks, (laughs) and but beyond that, beyond that, because bigger than that is. What you're trying to, for me, for and for our clients, really what we're trying to do is to make sure you have money to supply the income you're going to need in retirement. I think that's what most people should be saving and investing for. But if you look at where the world is today, the Robin Hoods and the fractional shares and the I'm going to get rich, mm-hmm. that's what it's been all about the last three or four months, at least publicly, right? I mean, we're still using index like mutual funds, et cetera, et cetera. So- this book is out. Jason Zweig recommends it. I just don't know if I don't know that it works, that we can tell people, here's what you should really believe psychologically about money. I try and you know this. I drive a 2014 pilot. I don't live largely. I probably spent some money last week because I had my whole family there that I normally wouldn't spend. But generally, I don't. And for me, I want to make sure that I have enough or if I leave first, Danielle has enough to take care of us the rest of our lives. If there's something left great, but otherwise that's my take on money. But it's not for most people. No, I because for most people it's
1: it's a comp, it's almost still it's a competition. It is. It's a competition and you know it's very interesting related to this but unrelated. One of my favorite podcasts and and radio shows is uh This American Life by Ira Glass, which is on public radio stations. And there was an episode uh, today about a young man who went, and, when he was in sixth grade, was in a, at a class where the teacher would give them classroom money. They, she called them, Je- her name was Jefferson, she called them Jefferson dollars. And they could buy things with them. Now, it turns out that some of the kids, it was middle school. So some of the kids had her for home run, home home room, home room yeah. and yeah. math home class. Run, run. Okay. They had it ah. for both. And these kids are walking around the school with big wads of Jefferson bucks, whereas the kids in her math class are feeling jealous because they don't have the wealth. They felt there was wealth equality, and therefore it was unfair. And they did some terrible things to try to solve that wealth equality. They would steal other kids' books and say, you don't get it back unless you give me five Jefferson dollars. One kid broke into Mrs. Jefferson's desk. And stole some Jefferson dollars Wow! to try to to make up for that inequality. So it it, beco- it becomes a competition to see who can put away the most. And you're right. It's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be how much do we need? And that's why we emphasize the need first.
2: What do you need
1: to live the life
2: you and, want to lead? And this gets back to the, the question that, that I think uh, Pat had earlier about, well, why put any in bonds? I'll make money more money in stocks. To me, while that sounds – if you need the money, that's great. I always tell people, look, you're never going to be the richest person in the world. Jeff Bezos is worth $180 billion. Mm-hmm. Give that up. What you really should be trying to do, as I said, to save and invest enough so that your future and your significant others, and if you want to leave something to others, that, that's what you should be doing. But I can can only tell you that I can't make you do it. It's really hard.
1: But that's what we're here trying to do. And we'll keep doing it. So if you have a concern about money, you need to better understand how to make it and and live a great life with it. Give us a call at 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking
0: real money.
1: Did you know I wrote a book? Yeah, about 10 years ago, I wrote a book about investing. Financial Physics, with an F, How Money and Investing Really Work. It's a short read. It's a really easy read because, well, as you know, investing is way too easy to be this complicated. And it's been on sale for a long time at Amazon. I updated it in 2018 to a new version. But if you don't want to buy it, you can go buy it at Amazon. It's 10 bucks. But if you don't want to buy it, if you want it free, well, you can get it free two ways. One, you can get a PDF copy by going to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free talkingrealmoney.com slash free if you don't put in the slash free you can't find it the other way is if you have an i device like an iphone or an ipad or a mac you can go get an interactive version of the book a special edition that i made that's actually interactive that's got videos and motion and things going on and that's also free just look for financial physics f y s i c -S 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 s in the Apple Bookstore or Apple Books or whatever they call it now. Or go to TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. And I guarantee you'll enjoy the PDF or the iBook or your money back. Check it out. TalkingRealMoney.com
0: slash free. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
1: And I would be remiss remiss i say if i didn't suggest that if you've missed an episode of talking real money uh you can listen to them (laughs) as a podcast on your favorite podcast service plus we do an extra two or three a week depending on the week unless i take a vacation then there won't be the extras um every week so usually there's like five podcasts a week so we take the, the show and then the other one so you can listen to a lot of talking real money on your favorite podcast service or at talkingrealmoney.com
2: I know one person who's two people listen to every podcast every podcast we've done wow. every single one that you know, is devotion it's nice yeah it's cop well and it, it didn't say but, by the way didn't they didn't say they liked them they just <laughs> well they, they must because
1: <laughs> okay. in the past few weeks in the past month or so the number of people who listen to our podcast has on average doubled. Doubled.
2: That's because of the hot stock picks I've been throwing in there after you're done. No, uh,
1: because of the puny Tom's hot three. Tom's Punnery.
2: (laughs) I'm sure that's
3: the draw.
1: Get thee to a punnery. (laughs) Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. And John, you're next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. We lost John. We're gonna go to Tim. What? How did you know that? I didn't know that. I'm pretty smart sometimes. Gee, Tim, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. How you doing, Don and Ron? Don and
3: who? What'd you call him? What'd you call that other guy?
1: Don? Yeah, I'm Don. What's he?
3: Yeah, I'm sorry, Tom. I'm (laughs) someone else. (laughs) Sorry about that, Tom. (laughs) No, he gets it all the time. I'm over it. I'm over it. He's used to it. (laughs) Go ahead. What's your question for Ron? Listen, I don't know Don. that maybe both of you can weigh in on for me. Okay. Um, okay. Recently, I've been noticing that the tech stocks have gone pretty much through the roof. Yep. But also, gold is at a high at about two thousand dollars, and I was yep. wondering how could that be? They both travel in sort of opposite directions, don't they? And they if the they two, have. They,
1: they have on? in the past. Yeah. Kinda. I go back and look at chart. I know the charts
3: really well. Pardon? Where will you put your money today? Either both or one or the other? And why?
1: Never in gold, ever, 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 ever in gold. Because I don't believe in gambling. And gold is purely speculation. There is no investment value whatsoever to gold.
2: Gold is a trade, not an investment. That's how I'd put it. Number two, to the tech stocks. We own them, but we don't own the NASDAQ per se. We don't own a mutual fund that just holds tech stocks per se. Yeah, would I have felt better just having most of my money in Tesla and Amazon and Microsoft this year? Sure. But again, technology is not always the best place to invest. We hold those stocks, but at a much smaller percentage Than as I say, than owning the Nasdaq, or certainly of owning five tech, the Fang stocks, I would not recommend that as an approach. Yeah, you know, following
1: never gets you anywhere. Following usually gets you in uh, after it's too late. You don't want to be a follower, but you're not going to be a leader either, because to be a leader, you have to know the future, which is impossible to know. So the best strategy, and the one that the only one we've ever found to stand the taste the test of time. Is diversify, 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 keep costs low, keep costs low, keep costs low to steal from Professor William Sharp.
2: And put it all in Kodak. No, that, kidding, was that was a joke part. Kodak don't or 3M, Kodak.
1: right? Yeah, yeah, don't buy those.
2: And, well, yeah. Uh, did 3M get $765 be, million from the government? I don't think so. Though, if I got
3: in the text box, wouldn't it be nope.
2: so? No. Nope. No. No. Well, and by the way, you've been buying, as John, Don makes a very good point. You've been buying after things have gone up dramatically. Wouldn't you rather buy the things that have gone down mm-hmm. than buy the things that have gone up? Gold and tech stocks, as you said, have had this huge run up this year. You don't want to buy things after they've run up, you want to buy the ones that are beaten down, unloved that would be expected to return to price equilibrium. That would be the place to buy.
1: It's kind of like if you lived in Holland in the 16th century, and you could have bought a bunch of, you know, a few years ago, you could have bought a bunch of tulip bulbs for a dime apiece, and now they're selling for $30. You're going to want to buy, buy the $30 tulip bulbs, or are you going to wait until people get a little smarter and start selling them again for a quarter? Of course, it would be in so Gilders, an ETS not it-
3: gold be good, huh?
1: No, sir, not Tim, at all. You're killing As us. As a here. matter of fact, Tim, here's what I want you to do. Ready? Go to talkingrealmoney.com. Listen to Friday's podcast. I that did would a be whole one di- yesterday. The yesterday's podcast. I did a whole mm-hmm. dissertation on gold and why gold. One, why it's overvalued right now. This is the. Only the third time since we've been able to own gold in the United States that gold has traded at this high a level, adjusted for inflation.
2: And for full disclosure, Don and I are both wearing gold right now. That's it, and it's not
1: Mine's even an in ounce. Mine's my tooth. His is on his hand. I yeah, think. I'm, I'm married, so that's gold. Eight five five nine three five talk.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: We don't believe in seat-of-your-pants investing. We believe investing should be based on solid science, on academic research. That's why on July 29th, we'll be hosting a brand new class, The New Science of Real Investing, at 8 a.m. via Zoom. Get your tickets right now at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just click on the new events button or the events button and reserve your place. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com and make sure you're there to learn the science of real investing in our next online Zoom class. Go to TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on the events button.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: 8559358255 is our phone number 855935 talk. There's one thing you're gonna learn if you just started listening to our show. We're not big fans of gimmickry. Game playing the latest hot thing lying to you. We're really really opposed to that. Fads. Yeah. Yeah, for some people yeah. lying is a is a habit, but
2: the- well no, I'm talking I'm talking about in general fads. Yeah. Investing fads. Yeah, fads. That's that like right now the in fad would be to go to Robinhood and trade stocks for free.
1: Or just buying tech stocks
2: or gold. Or go or go to any of those other aforementioned places and buy fractional shares of stocks because you think that's cool too. But I know a lot of people are reading investment
1: advice things online like forbes and i give market watch a hard time all the time for their bad articles they're just dangerous but forbes has the same problem in that they've got a lot of contributors who have some strange agendas like this guy are they published anymore is there actual published version i don't of know if anymore? there's a paper version of it at all anymore but they're online and okay. there's a guy here uh who wrote up uh, a report he writes a thing called contrarian outlook but uh he wrote a report listen to the name of this indestructible income five bargain
2: funds with safe 11 Percent dividends so he's talking about a mutual fund that's paying you a safe 11 percent. correct 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 okay but let's keep in mind by the way yes because we mentioned interest rates earlier that you can borrow 30 year money now at less than three mm-hmm. the u.s government has decided to pay you interest on less than one year bond at around yeah, one mm-hmm. i consider that safe so yeah, what no. in the world is he well, talking what about
1: what he's talking about are closed end funds these are mutual funds that have a finite amount of money in them and then they don't buy they don't let any, any new people in so you have to yep. trade them like a stock and he mentioned in this recent piece one particular fund. And he says it's it, he loves it because it has an 11 percent dividend stream. It's called the Allianz Global Investors
2: Convertible and Income Fund. So let's talk. Wait a I'm, minute. No, I just want to make, sure, make yeah. clear that I understand oh. who the fund operator is Allianz. That is an insurance company, correct? That that is
1: correct, sir. But this is their global investing division.
2: Just checking. Got it.
1: Okay. So this is a closed-end fund. Yeah. And it has, I looked it up, it does, in fact, have a distribution rate right now of about 10 and a third percent distribution.
2: Here's, Here's my money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, as he admits, part of that money is return of capital. Some of your original oh. money coming back to you. But he said, that's not a bad thing. It's just an accounting thing, which is baloney, because all you have to do. Oh, oh, by the way, how much do they charge? How much would you guess Son's charges to run a bond fund? It's a convertible One. bond fund. One and a quarter. One point five three. Well, I'm always low. To run. By the a way, wasn't there's a guy
2: named Madoff who did the same thing? I'm returning you some of your capital. Or somebody else's Yeah,
1: that you was know, somebody capital. else's capital. It's a yeah, different right. thing. But here's what's yeah. interesting.
2: You see that you got
1: that 10.34. But one thing he does not mention is, so what has that fund, after you account for the reduction, the rise and fall of the share price, how much has the fund actually returned? You, yeah, the dividend is nice. But if your value is going down, which happens with return of principal, hmm. Yeah. What's the to. average annual return been for this fund? Would you guess? How far back?
2: Let's go fifteen years. It's been around for a long time. Wow, fifteen years. average fund, close rate fund, convertible. So fund, it's got it's got a little stocky component to it. Three and three and a half. Oh, you're way low.
1: I th- I thought yeah, five five percent, five percent per year, five percent per year. So far this year, it's down eight
2: and what the, okay i gotta say what does it own convertible bonds okay so but whose
1: oh all kinds of things but convertible bonds are like stocks and bonds so they're dangerous like stocks and they pay interest like bonds but if you're getting 10 percent per year and you're losing five in value your net is really only five percent you can't say That's you're right. making 10 and here's what's interesting about it you think because it was a bond fund that it would be more stable. And we measure stability by a thing called standard deviation. How much something moves up or down from the middle, basically. And, and the the standard of Porsche 500, which is all stocks, has a standard deviation of about 16, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. about 16. So you would think it's a bond fund. It's an income fund. It should be much lower. I mean, the Vanguard Total Bond Index Fund has a uh, standard deviation of about three and a half.
2: I was going to say four. Okay.
1: Three and a half. What is their standard? I'm going to let you guess again. What do you guess their standard deviation is? Twelve. Over 15 years. This is just astonishing. Nineteen. Whoa. Higher than the S&P 500. Higher than the S&P 500. So it's a scarier fund. It makes you less money. And yet this guy is flogging it because it provides people, and here's, here's where you all are making a big mistake. It provides you the thing you say you want from your money, high it's income. a lot of money. I want a high income. I With want no a big risk. check. I want a big check every quarter. Well, you get that. But what do you suffer in the process of going for that? High fees, which means they have to take more risk. Yep. return of some of your principal, declining net asset value, where do you win in this picture?
2: Yeah, income is such a tricky, I mean, again, we have told, we've told this story for many, many years. We do not own bond funds for income per se. Now, the bond funds we use do have income, but that's not why we're holding them for our clients, nor do we recommend it. By the way, the Vanguard Total Bond Fund or the Fidelity Bond index fund would not be designed this way again they're designed to hold their value correct
1: correct they are they're designed to hold their value and and when you look at these bonds you go whoo these are some some scary things that's what i was
2: wanting to have like hertz convertible uh, they have some companies
1: i don't even know like ready cap corp i don't even know what that is uh snap incorporated i think isn't that tools or something
2: tools yep it is yeah
1: -hmm. fortive don't know them iconics i don't know them reorganized hold co preferred what does that mean reorganized it means they went through bankruptcy sign
2: me up for those bonds i'm telling you this is really dangerous stuff and, and the, the yeah the danger always is people as you said want a one-stop solution. Here's my money, pay me my whatever blank back a month and I won't have to worry about it. And that's when they get trapped into products like this. Life is not that simple.
1: And investing for almost anything. while we the concept is simple, the process does have some there is some work required. You can't just find the one-size-fits-all answer and one of the biggest pro- reasons you find yourself in trouble is because you're looking for that.
2: It's absolutely spot on. So this is not a fund that we would recommend. Uh,
1: no, 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 nor, nor would I recommend reading this guy's stuff either. I mean, for heaven's sake. Uh, remember, you can call us anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and uh, I'll answer questions on the podcast or you can call us and live and join us.
2: Join a cl- You mentioned before the I'll class. I'll mention the class, we'll class again for quick, right out okay. of the break. Coming up in a I'll mention the later. class.
1: And uh, also remember, you can send questions in at talkingrealmoney.com. You need to type them or record them, send them to us. We'll answer them on future podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and being a part of the program. We love that you're out there.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary, low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us
0: at vestry.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: As you head into retirement, you need to start not only planning for the some of the legal things you need to know and the money things you need to know in retirement but what happens after retirement after you're gone what happens to your money how is it passed on to your heirs that's why we're doing a quick overview of all the steps you need to take to manage your wealth in retirement and beyond in a free class retirement and beyond you can sign up for right now it'll be held on zoom on the 26th of august that's a wednesday at 8 a.m and that's with tom and rick Gregory. go to talkingrealmoney.com to sign up
0: program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit money.com for more information and disclosures. That's a
2: wrap.